Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. This is I'm Ambie. Oh, see, I was going to introduce myself that time. Go. For we it, need cue cards. You don't need me to introduce you. You're your own person. I am Ambrosia. <laughs> your hair looks very nice today. Thank you. I went out to the real world. I got my hair done. Yep. Everybody, watch out. I'm going to take some videos later when you see me in different shirts, but the same hair, know that it was all in one day. Speaking of integrating, fits right into our our theme of the day, integrating back into this real world. We have um, this beautiful, lovely lady right here with us. Nike Oria is here with us this whole month talking about divine feminine wisdom, and she's back. Hey, Nike. Hi, I'm so excited to be back. We are excited to have you back. So I'm excited to have you back. I told you as soon as I saw you, I'm like, ooh, you're so energizing today and you're red, <laughs> orange, and I need that. I need this energy today um, because I don't know about you guys, but I've been tired lately. Have you? I haven't been tired, no. Oh, it's just <laughs> we're both just quiet like this is awkward this well, might not be an energetic thing this might be an alexa thing yeah might be an alexa thing um i also stayed up with my dog literally all night last night i keep forgetting because my dog had surgery and my dog's up all night like messed up on like anesthesia like howling and i so Aww. that could be it but yeah. it's all good she's doing better that's what's good. A, what's up with you, Nike? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually very my masculine today for this episode. I'm going to appeal to all of your masculine side because fortunately and unfortunately, we tend to listen to the masculine more. So, so I'm going to tap that into that today. Is that because of logic or is that because of like, why do you think that is? The way the country, the way the world is run? Yeah, we're, we're in a very masculine world, so that's what we're comfortable with. We're comfortable mm-hmm. with a masculine voice, and because it appeals to our logic and our reasoning, we're comfortable with it as well. So That makes yeah. sense, I guess, yeah. Cool. Right. Let's talk to the masculine. What should we know about the masculine? Well, actually, before, I want to start with this prayer, meditation, <laughs> I don't really know what you call it, but it's from my favorite book. It's the Woman's Book of Spirit. Mm, pretty clever. Um, it's by Sue. <laughs> yeah, it's by Sue Payton Thoel. I'm not really sure, but I could definitely pet it. I, I have this on my page all the time. I talk about it on Facebook all the time. I talk about it on TikTok all the time. I just love this book. Um, and 
it talks about balancing God's qualities, which is the masculine and the feminine, and how the feminine hasn't been witnessed, while the masculine has been overwitnessed. So I just wanted to tap in. You could ponder. We're going to do a ponderance of what she's saying and what your heart feels when we're tapping in. I'm going to try to use my teacher voice, soothing. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it said that if God is male, then the male is God. And in our predominantly patriarchal culture, God's masculinity does remain the pre prevalent belief system. But in this belief, something crucial to us all has been left out, the feminine. Indeed, the loss of the feminine from our spiritual ideologies has caused a grief so deep and raw, particularly in women, that it has been virtually unspeakable until recently. Why? Because as women, we have been disheartened. We are not created in his image. But the loss is not women's alone. No matter how we may feel about the idea of a purely male God, it is obvious that when the divine is only masculine, only masculine qualities are highly valued. This leaves the feminine qualities of compassion, inclusiveness, cooperation, tolerance, beingness, stillness, intuition, and nurturance underrated and even perhaps perceived as weak or inefficient. With the negation of heart qualities such as these comes many of the magnificence in life, in society, a lack of empathy, evolution of power, violence, disregard for nature, concentration solely on the mind where we are excluding the heart and a loss of our soul, only to name a few. We need both the law and the love, the world and the wisdom, the mind and the heart of God. With tender honesty, ask yourself if the God you love possesses both feminine and masculine aspects. If not, make a commitment to give yourself a sacred gift by incorporating the missing virtues into your heart's vision of the beloved. And then it has a little affirmation. I honor and appreciate both the masculine and feminine qualities of the divine. Wow. I love that. Makes a lot of sense. I feel like mm -hmm. with yeah. our world and mm -hmm. looking at like what's been missing and what has been going on. And now looking at like, as this, we're becoming more aware or connected to the divine feminine with people with the help of people like you, new things are coming online, um, like mm -hmm. intuition and stillness and, and more of that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's not that the masculine qualities are bad mm -hmm. or not necessary. They're just as necessary as the feminine, but it's rising the feminine when it's most needed, when she needs our support, when she needs us to acknowledge her which we can apply to a lot of social things right now. So interesting how everything comes full circle. Yeah, I like your, your eyebrows when you said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so giving is an action of our divine masculine, and while receiving is an action of our divine feminine. And 
what we want is a balance of the energies so that we feel harmonious. Mm. However, you can't have 50-50. None of us are going to be 50-50. I think I mentioned this before. We would all just be drones. Like when I think about it, it's kind of terrifying. We would all just be like, eh, eh, eh. like all <laughs> saying the same things, all having the same ideas. However, be, just because we can't attain a perfect balance of 50 masculine, 15 feminine, mm-hmm. you can attain an equitable engagement of both. Mm. So even if you're 70% masculine and 30% feminine, you engaging each side of your whole being equitably is where you find that harmony. You don't have to shift your percentages. It shifts naturally anyway, as we go through life, it's learning how to balance the two and bring them into harmony and witness both and also value both of them. Mm. Love that. Yeah. Uh, Christine Fire on Facebook says, love Nike. Um, a lot of people are saying hi on Facebook and tuning in with us. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I think it, and I think it, it, it definitely, like, I like what you said about everybody, like, not necessarily needing to be 50-50, right? Like, everyone is this different mix, and that's actually what's beautiful, but just honoring both sides, like, honoring and like you said, I just keep seeing how that keeps playing into exactly what's transpiring in our world right now. It's like listening to both sides, listening to all, listening to the sides, listening to those who have been in power and listening to those who have not been in power and giving them just as much um, of a voice and recognition. Um, and so as within, so without, right? And so mm-hmm. it's this beautiful kind of like inner, outer um, mirror that's like going on right now mm-hmm. now my other question is and maybe i'm wrong but it feels like the um disproportion um comes into place when you are overly masculine or overly feminine for a period of time is that true or is it or am i wrong I think, yes, that's one aspect, right? You're overly one or the other. Mm -hmm. But I think the more dangerous aspect is when you're oppressing one over Mm. the other. Okay. What would that look like, oppressing one over the other? Um, If you want to say, yeah, like in society terms, uh, if you're a male, you're not supposed to feel emotion. Or even not only males, like even when you go to school, sometimes they're like, stop crying. You're not supposed to cry right? because we have this to do. We have math to do and English to do. We don't have time for tears. Um, We don't have time for your feelings. That's pushing down this feminine part. That's like, I want to acknowledge this emotional part of myself and have stillness in this moment where I don't have to focus on all these other reasonable, logical. And I want to just, receive all these emotions that are going on but I'm being told by a more masculine voice we don't have time for that we need to move on that's Mm -hmm. oppressing that feminine quality Mm. yeah makes sense yeah yeah it's not leaving space for whatever arises it's like there needs to be structure in our world and there also needs to be spontaneity that's what life is right Mm -hmm. so that makes total sense okay thank you yeah. 
So where it goes wrong is when different sides, when one is oppressed over the other. Yeah, I think that's the part that a lot of people miss when thinking of balancing their masculine and feminine. Usually people think, oh, it's because my masculine is kind of out of whack. There's more masculine parts of myself. So I'm not letting my feminine self shine. There's a lot of masculine traits that we could turn feminine. Or there's a lot of feminine traits that we can turn masculine and turn the toxicity that is a surrounds those qualities into a positive um, feeling and intention. For example, women, when they're in a power of position, usually they're called, or even girls, we started when girls are younger, you're bossy, right? Yeah. You're just bossy. That's the quality that we associate with girls. You don't really hear boys being called bossy. So we associate it with girls and turn associate it with femininity. Um, if you shift that quality to sound masculine, you're saying you're assertive. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You could be a woman, you could be feminine. You could tap into your femininity of being assertive using that masculine quality. Mm. So it's also about our perception. Why are we naming certain parts of ourselves that are connected to our femininity with such a negative connotation where if it was a masculine quality, it's, it would be seen very differently. Like you're a good leader. More. Yeah. You really know what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's really interesting and I'm going to jump on my bandwagon for a second, but it is really interesting how we take these feminine traits and turn them into negative characteristics. Mm -hmm. Even, I mean, it's not the same, but even the idea of like a boy hitting you, well, that means he likes you. You know what I mean? It's not like asserting yourself and saying, um, I don't want you to hit me. It's like, we should just accept these, these ideas or these characteristics that we've been told. Yeah, exactly. And again, that's oppressing the feminine that's saying, no, that's not okay. But because it's a masculine energy that's behind it saying, oh, that's just showing this. Well, no, that person should tap into their femininity. You should not hit. What can you do instead to show that person that you might like them instead of this harsh masculine, I want to hit <laughs> you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, I'm just thinking how it's like hacking your own, or it's, it's another, it's another form of reprogramming, you know, like yeah. we can, we can all do this within ourselves. Um, and is it, is it as simple as that? Nike is like just kind of reframing the um, perspective. Are there other techniques, like reframing, like, like you were just giving the example of assertive versus bossy, right? Are there other techniques to um, do this, you know, with other parts of yourself? Or is it just as simple as that? I think a lot of it is reframing and reprogramming. Um, I think a lot of it also is just building that relationship between yourself. It's just like if you were in a romantic relationship, you have two partners and you started having issues, 
it's working through them while then just pushing another, the other partner down and mm-hmm. making them comply with everything that you want them to do or you want the relationship to look like. And oftentimes we're just oppressing it and pushing it down and moving on. However, there's a, spark, a small part of ourselves that doesn't feel a part of our whole self. It doesn't feel included, inclusive. And so it can be that reprogramming, but it's also just witnessing it's building that relationship, just like how you would build any human interactive relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. that Makes sense. Yeah. What? Um, sorry if you guys hear that in the background. Um, what other? What other characteristics, or what else um, should we look out for, or how else can we reprogram or reframe it? So let's tap in and see if we feel like we have a feminine imbalance or a masculine imbalance. Yay. So <laughs> we love Yay. exercises. Yay. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exercises, but no, anyway. Okay. Let's move on. So let's tap into our feminine imbalance. Now you can have either be in balance or you can have both. So whichever happens. Um, but for the feminine, if any parts of this resonate with you, uh, hold on to the part that resonates the most and then we'll evaluate. So a feminine imbalance, you're such an empath that you can easily be an energy sponge and you take on the energy of any environment or community that you're in. For the feminine, this could be disempowering because you're tuned in with energy that isn't necessarily energy that you have chose to receive. It just comes through because the empathic barrier isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also tune in to parts of the day that hurt your feeling feelings. Like if you reflect later in the day and you felt like hurt multiple times or like your emotions were not validated or your feelings were hurt, that's a little bit of an imbalance. And even if there's a part of your day, your whole day, 24 hours, where there's something that irks you that just didn't go your way, that didn't go well, and you're thinking about it over and over and over again, how you could have changed it, how if you had done one other action, it would have been different. That's where you see a feminine imbalance. You're not letting things go. You're holding on to them. Um, And rather than feeling empowered by a beautiful day, you feel really drained. And it's almost like your mind is being held hostage by these thoughts that you're having and your own feelings. Mm. Again, the feminine is about stillness, but too much stillness. When your stillness is out of balance, it can feel isolated and lonely and it could lead to you staying in unhealthy situations or relationships because you're afraid of that stillness you're afraid of being isolated so you're not using the stillness to your advantage to process using it to uh, as a fear of holding on to things that no longer serve you so that's a feminine imbalance yeah i resonate with some of those for sure i like to keep myself busy Mm. busy 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 yeah Yeah. busy bee yeah and I love – I also, like, love to constantly play um, podcasts in the background of whatever mm. I'm doing. Even if – dude, I do – you guys, I do this a lot. I, I 
even if I listened to that podcast in the morning and if there's like no other podcast, I might just play that again like later in the day, even if it was like a 90 minute podcast, I'll just play it again because I like the feeling of having, it, it makes me feel like there's people around and I, but I think mm. it's really a justification for not being silent, you know? Mm. Yeah. And I've gotten that intuition a lot is like if you would be more silent, if you would create more space, if you would create more stillness, you would re- your intuition would open up a lot more. Mm-hmm. But there's something in me that's like, no. Yeah, that's noise. blocking it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, even when you were saying busy and like I thought busy bees, you know, how bees buzz, buzz, buzz from flowers. I don't know if you guys have seen an image lately of that, of a bee just sleeping in a flower because yes. it's like pollen drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even bees need stillness sometimes. They just need to chill in a flower. Yeah. Um, That's just like soak up all that. the pollen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, um, stillness is really hard to be okay with. A lot of people are uncomfortable with like just silence mm-hmm. sometimes they're like oh this must be awkward mm-hmm. other people are like mm, I'm just quiet right now this is quiet time yeah. um and yeah you it's another thing you have to practice because it feels really really uncomfortable and when you do feel that stillness that's where so many things start coming through and that's when your feminine is really engaged because not everything that's coming through is logical or reasonable. Mm. So you have to be really in tune with your feminine and that intu- intuitive part that's like, no, this is true. You know this is true because it's a part of your being. It's a part of your soul. Don't listen to all the logical or reasoning behind it. As long as you're tapping into your intuition and your discernment, that's all you need. And we get really uncomfortable with that because we're used to the reasoning. We're used to the logic. We're used to the facts, the stats, all things like that. So. You know what's interesting is it reminds me of, well, it reminds me of a couple of things. It reminds me of one, the feeling of like your worth is wrapped up in the task that you do. Like the more I do, the more worthy I am. And then also it reminds me of resting bitch face when people just smile and they don't feel like smiling. And so I really started to like, if I don't feel like smiling, just sit here. And it doesn't mean that I'm being a bitch. It just means that I don't want to smile right now. And that's okay. That's, that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've been becoming aware of that recently too, Ambie. It's like funny. I've been becoming aware of how tired my like um, muscles around my face are because I have this like stir. It's like, I'm like, I can feel how I'm like straining because I don't want to smile. It's not a natural smile. It's just something I feel I have to put on and how much it's like stressful to my face. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I've been practicing that too, but it's challenging because I'm like, I I want to be agreeable. I want everyone to know I'm listening to them. Um, But I wanted to go back real quick to uh, when I shared the the example about the podcast and Nike, you were responding back to that. I was remembering, I was thinking about how when we go to our retreats, like our last retreat in Sedona, um, there's something that happens every time we go to retreats where like, the fir- obviously, I'm not listening to podcasts there. I don't have time, number one. She just usually. ignores everybody and listens to podcasts. No, I, I don't listen to anything there. I don't even really listen to <laughs> no, music or anything kidding. because yeah. I'm engaged. I'm there. I And then after like 24 hours, it's like something shifts 
and I adjust and I acclimate and suddenly I'm like, I don't want to listen to anything. I don't want any outside noise. I love this space. And then by the time I go home from the retreat, like I don't even want to listen to podcasts like on the plane back or like I don't even want to watch TV really on the plane back, although I will, but it feels jarring to me. And Mm -hmm. when I get home, that's my best chance for like being in my space. So I'm just, I guess I'm just speaking that allowed to myself as well to be like so what is what is that that allows you to give yourself permission to get into that space you know Mm. um I guess it's just that like other people are around me and I'm not alone and then you know yeah um the comments are going off hold on a second uh Tammy is saying so Adonica says so much this Tammy says, yes, beautiful awareness, Alexa Hauser, an emotional addiction to noise and distraction. I wrestle with it too. Courtney said, Alexa, I was getting into the habit of over-listening to podcasts at all times to avoid thinking. Then I got the hit. I need stillness and silence to be able to receive guidance. So now mm-hmm. I try to balance it. That's like a that's like a rhyme. I need stillness and silence to be able to receive guidance. Um <laughs> Tammy said, yes, Ambie, totally have to unfuck ourselves by knowing our worth is not negotiable or a variable. Mm. Um, yeah. Courtney said, also being out of your routine allows you to be more of who you want to be. That's very true, too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, can, I feel like you could swing the other way real quickly, too, Courtney. But <laughs> you know what I was thinking about last night? And it relates to the topic. It's not just random. It's interesting, and I'm sure that I am generalizing and I am not intending to, but for the most part, I feel like men or masculine females have a really easy time of asking for what they want, right? And not feeling guilt or shame around their worth Mm -hmm. or around, like, if you think about like a job, right? Like, no, I want this amount of money as a salary or I'm not going to work there. And it just (laughs) last night, for some reason, I couldn't get it out of my head. I almost Googled it. Like, why, why is it so difficult for women or more feminine uh, characteristic people to ask for what they want? Any insight on that would be appreciated. Yes. Yeah. I had a similar and my own investigation into this because I was applying for a program and they were saying how they really value people of color and they value women and how the white male is typically more likely to apply for any job position, even if they don't have every single requirement mm-hmm. opposed to people of color or white women who like, if they don't have one thing, if they don't have CPR training or they don't, especially if I was applying for jobs or programs, I would make sure that I had every little thing, every little thing, even if it said experience, two to four years, and I only had two to three years, I wouldn't apply to it. Why? Because you're not saying, you're saying to yourself, not all parts of my being are worthy enough for this opportunity. Mm. But there's so many things that make us make up 
our souls and our beings. We're so multifaceted. Yeah, I could be off one year of experience, but maybe my collaboration skills are off the chain. So that could be a balance to what I could offer if I were to be accepted in the program, right? And so it's all about, again, witnessing ourselves. It's about knowing our value. You often hear that men know their value. Sure, they were brought up in a society that tells them their value. So maybe it was easier to integrate that for themselves. Mm -hmm. But as any human being can do, we can work on that part of knowing our value, knowing what we deserve, knowing what price we deserve to charge for our services, Mm -hmm. knowing what home we want to live in and we deserve, Mm -hmm. knowing what relationships we deserve and that value us as human beings. So it's tapping to witnessing our femininity and valuing it, in turn valuing ourselves. Mm. I feel like that goes to like everything. The information that you take in, the food that you eat, mm-hmm. the friends you keep. Yeah. It's really important to value yourself in all those all um characteristics Mm -hmm. all parts of your life thank you yeah yeah i almost got there nike i was this close (laughs) you were there you were there there. (laughs) um courtney said a hundred percent so scary to ask for what we want tammy said because of the perceived values of our society to the masculine traits and women have been conditioned to be quiet unassuming and obedient yeah yeah I think about that too, Ambie. Like, my fiance, he knows exactly what he wants all the time. And he just says, he just, it's like, Mm -hmm. no, I want that. Like, even if it's about the smallest thing. And like, I was just thinking about, like, he went grocery shopping the other day and he's called and he's like, hey, you wanted watermelon, but they only have like giant watermelons. And I was just like, okay. He's like, so do you still want it? And I was like, I guess not. But I wanted a freaking watermelon. So I so then I was hung up and I was like, well, I guess I'm not having a watermelon because it was too big. Like what? I, I don't even know why that just happened. And then he comes home and he got the watermelon. And I was like, wait, I, I thought you said he was like, well, I just felt like you actually did want it. I was like, well, good mm-hmm. intuition on your part. But why couldn't I just say, yeah, I, I don't care yeah. if it's big. I want the watermelon. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Well, it's, it also goes into like, well, if it's in implying that it's an inconvenience to him, mm-hmm. right? Then mm-hmm. don't worry about it. I don't want to inconvenience in this example. I don't want to yeah. inconvenience you. You know what's interesting? My husband was a uh, Marine and they go through like a lot of obviously like boot camp. I feel like it's traumatic in and of itself. I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into. But. Um, a lot of the characteristics that he has is just really um, pertains to like being in the military, like being very obedient, being very like listening, like this is right and this is wrong. And like, it's very black and white. There's really no gray, things like that. Um, And so it's interesting when people talk about how he was before he was in the military and the person I know now, it just feels like very different. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Like much more masculine, much more like logical based instead of like feeling based. Not that there's anything wrong with the military. That's just 
my observation. But it seemed like he tapped into some feminine traits too, with like being obedient, mm-hmm. being quiet and still, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's some stillness. Right. Yeah. So see, that's the thing. When I started tapping into the divine feminine and masculine, it's when I graduated from high school and I read this Forbes um, article. I'll tap into our masculine now because I put the article oh, yeah. as evidence. Oh, this, what a beautiful <laughs> transition. Nice. Good job. <laughs> so they're talking about being masculine and feminine in a business mm-hmm. and having male and females in a business. And they were saying how... Why do companies with greater gender diversity do better? Could it be that leaders of these companies appreciate and leverage both masculine and feminine approaches to work? Could the outcomes be better because they are products of a balance of the two? Mm -hmm. Could this result in a greater engagement and retention of women employees? If a team has a balance of masculine and feminine, the masculine would keep the group moving towards the goal and the feminine would bring in issues and perspectives that make the outcome both better and more sustainable. And they were solely talking about businesses, right? Like it can apply to even businesses Mm -hmm. of combining our masculine and feminine and integrating both parts of them to create harmony, but not only the harmony, create our goals and actually achieving them and reaching them, but also tapping into the perspectives and issues that might arise. Mm, Totally. That's like the ultimate success. And I think with a lot of structures, hence like the military, right? We have women that go into the military and we have men that go into the military. There's a lot of qualities that are very masculine, but there are some qualities that are feminine that are necessary Mm -hmm. for that job, for that commitment. Yeah, it makes me think about like, you know, I'm getting married soon and, and you know, like kids or something that me and my fiance want. And did you say kids or something? Kids are something. <laughs> oh, I thought you said, I thought kids you said kids or something. Kids or like, ETs yeah. or. I didn't like casual attitude, but plan, whatever. Okay, whatever. cool. No judgment. Whatever. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> um, but, you know, thinking about like, like I, you know the ways that like they're going because because I, I I feel like marriage and kids I mean that's like basically running a business with someone and I mean a more intimate business but you know what I mean it's like you're you're working together to like create something or raise someone or or Amy, you know more than I do I don't know but um but just the way it's like part of me is like no I just want to do it all like emotional and just I want it all to be like this like in the I've been being becoming excited thinking about it because I'm like oh wow I get to give my children what I never had which is like the ability to express their emotions like understand their emotions like have a safe space for their emotions it's very kind of I feel like feminine thing right (laughs) and then I'm like I don't want any masculine coming in here and like disrupting this (laughs) But what I've been realizing recently and I've been hearing it intuitively is like, hey, like there's just what you're saying in this whole episode, Nikki, is like there's beautiful, 
very important parts of both sides. It's not that like, oh, well, now masculine sucks because like masculine's been ruling us for too long and now it's just Mm -hmm. all we need is the feminine. It's like, no, we need this beautiful coming together and integration. And when we do have both of these sides come together, beautiful, amazing things happen, you know? And so I've been getting that intuition about, it's like, it's like, don't be thinking that you're any way better than your partner or anything like that because he has so much amazing structure to add. And, um, and also he has his feminine side too. And I have my masculine side too, Mm -hmm. but just, I've been having a deeper recognition of that, of like exactly what we're talking about now, integration and balance. And then you also have the, the fun variable of the child that perceives the information that's coming in, Yeah, (laughs) which is like, this is what we're doing. And then the child's perception is like, whoop. Yeah. We're going this way. No, we're not. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Do you guys want to tap in to see if our masculines and that? Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. So for the masculine, it might be imbalance. If you, it leads to, if you feel like you're doing too much self-sacrificing or self-abandonment because you feel like you need to take care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, and because of that, it might f- eventually feel like you're resentful of those people mm-hmm. or situations, almost like you're being taken for granted, feeling like you can't express your needs, you can't receive help, you can't express your needs, and not feeling like your needs are as valuable as others, putting other people's needs ahead of yours having a tendency to jump to assumptions, um, to make up stories in your head about situations rather than asking for clarification of <laughs> any misunderstanding. Um, I've never done that. <laughs> Nobody on this earth has ever done that. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> all very logical. Go ahead. Even if you're not understanding where someone's coming from, um, you're just taking their words and not their emotions into consideration. You're just holding onto their words and not the other things and other components that make up a person. And um, you have a hard time giving credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. So even with the masculine balance, for example, when I was tapping into being like, feeling like you can't express your needs and you can't accept help, a lot of times you hear feminine beings or women saying, I don't have enough help. Mm-hmm. I have a really hard trouble receiving. Yeah, it's because you. it's not only that your feminine is not being witnessed or is out of whack. It's your masculine that has this imbalance. Mm. Mm. Wow, this is so interesting. So, yeah, because you're, what you're illuminating is that, like, we, I think we associate certain characteristics with feminine, right? Yeah. Like, but it's actually not the feminine. It's the wounded masculine expressing through the feminine because they don't, they don't have their masculine in balance and that's what we're used to seeing. So we associate it with the, the feminine part of our yeah. society. Yeah. We kind of like throw her under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, it's your fault. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. So. Adonica says, oh, man, now I feel wholly out of balance. 
So yeah, well, so what? Well, so what happens if someone's listening to this and they're like, "Oh yeah, I got all this stuff going on." Like, what did they do? Yeah, that's when you're supposed to work on the relationship between the two. I would say first, you have to witness your feminine side because you need to first bring her into the equation. A lot of us, we could say, "Yeah, I have this masculine quality, and I know I feel very masculine." in this way and when you ask about their femininity they're kind of lost they're like I don't know they say all the bad things <laughs> they're like well sometimes I'm emotional you don't say that like it's a good on, thing so it's witnessing yeah. yeah it's witnessing the beauty of your femininity and telling her that she's valued it's then bringing the masculine and saying don't feel any guilt or shame. I know it's not your fault. What can we do to help witness the feminine and bring her into this soul body and feel valued? Then it's really dissecting what percent of yourself is masculine and feminine because we're not going to reach that 50-50% and we need to take that out of our minds. Like you're not going to be half and half. Maybe if you're, like, prestigious, I don't know, like, Shaman Durek, I feel like he's probably 50-50. <laughs> but most of us are not 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's knowing which parts of yourself is masculine and what part might be feminine. And then I would say taking the time and space to really be still with yourself and tap into your receiving and your intuition on what you need to work on. That's mm-hmm. the hardest thing for most of us to do mm-hmm. because you're really doing a lot of self-work and you might hear things that you don't want to hear about yourself. Mm. Sometimes it's not always like, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's not nice, but it's like, you have some work that you need to do and reevaluate here. And that's what makes it hard. That's why it's easier to have a coach or someone to help you and help you pull that outside of yourself Mm. because it's hard sometimes to be alone with our own thoughts. Our thoughts can go rampant. They're not always the kindest. Our voice isn't always the kindest to ourselves. So it's helpful when you have someone who has a sweet, kind voice to voice those things and help navigate that stillness and tapping into your masculine and feminine. But um, it's also knowing that it's an everyday thing. Like it's gonna be for the rest of your life. It's going to shift throughout your life. It's going to shift with all the opportunities and experiences you have and that is okay but just always witnessing both sides and allowing both sides to come out is what's really important. And then you see it start to reflect in your outside world with your children, allowing them to have both sides, regardless of society's standards, in your business, at work, in your relationships. Then it's just beautiful. And I love it so much. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, like not just thinking of this as within yourself, thinking of this as within everything within it. It's just like when we had our feng shui expert on here and she was talking about, okay, you can look at the house and look at all the different directions of the house, but then you could also look at just your desk and look at all the different directions of your desk mm-hmm. and break it up. This It's it's what do you call it? It's like the fractals, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like – The it's micro within, and the macro? Yeah, the micro and the macro. It's like 
look for it within you, look for it within your creations, look for it within your environment, look for it within your relationships. And balance is key. Um, Mm -hmm. Mandy says, ah, catching the tail end of this. Love you, ladies. Love you, Mandy. Um, Nike, well, okay, so let's say someone's like, oh, I I got all this stuff to work on now. I need a coach, like you said. And you're a coach, right? Yeah, I am a coach. So, I like how Alexa is asking, like, she's never met you before. Is that what you do, Nike? What's I'm that? not asking. I'm leading. Yes, I am a coach. I've actually launched my course, which is Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine Integration, which is diving to everything that we talked about in this episode, but deeply in four weeks. And it's mm. honestly on a flash sale right now. So I would totally, totally recommend getting it because you'll have it for the rest of your life. And by the end of the four weeks, you will reach harmony. Guarantee it. So that's one way if you feel like this imbalance in both parts and you really want to integrate them and you really feel like your feminine is calling for nourishment to sign up for my course. Um, you could go on my website. It's www.nikeaurea.com. Um, my course is there. And we could also, if I'm speaking your language and there's a stirring inside of you to work on this very, impar- very important part of your whole, you can connect to work with me one-on-one where I do divine feminine sessions. Um, that are just one session to tap in and navigate your femininity. So those are two ways that you can connect and work with me. And then always, always, always friend me on Facebook because I love having friends. It's always great. (laughs) Epic. Thank you. Yeah, everybody, you know, I've seen a couple of you on here be like, "Uh uh-oh, I got some stuff to work on. So definitely check out the course and Nike in general. Uh, That sounds amazing, actually, to like have that for the rest of your life as like a guide. Mm. Um, Because wait, what is, is this masculine or feminine, the part of us that gets like overwhelmed? (laughs) Oh, that's a good question. Both of it's just yourself. Oh, it's just me. That gets oh. over. <laughs> just, just you. But just Alexa and I are both whole like, which being, Yeah. Where does this Our come whole from? being gets overwhelmed. The feminine could get overwhelmed in another way. Like they feel like their empathic emotions are overwhelming. And the masculine can feel overwhelmed if he doesn't feel like he's receiving help and receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, and it isn't, the needs aren't being melt. Met. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I can't speak now. Met. Met. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just yeah. a whole self. And it, wouldn't it be great to just have both of them work together? Yeah. That sounds amazing, Nike. Love that. Totally. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I'll just say, like, until speaking of like asking for help or receiving help, I mean, I'll speak for myself, like, until I actually agree, like asked or agreed to let someone help me. Like I finally got to that place where I'm like, okay, I can't do it alone. I need the help. Okay, I give up. Like I understand now. Now I'm like it like letting that help into my life and and it came in many forms. It came in courses, it came in coaches, it came it still comes in different ways. But oh my god, nothing started happening in my life until until I started doing that. Nothing. Like mm-hmm. nothing of significance. And so, I just share that to say, you know, if you're sitting here kind of with that like 
like uh, Nike said, like that stirring in your heart or that kind of like pull towards you're like, oh, that sounds cool. But you have all the other like reasonings coming up in your head, logical reasonings of you're busy and blah, 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 blah. Just like really like take some time to listen to that voice because it's it's saying that for a reason. It's mm-hmm. trying to guide you towards what you want and all you really have to do is trust and say yes. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, people like Nike are here to, you know, help you and hold your hand. And that's the best part of coaches. They're awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's honestly such a good time, guys. Like at my last course, we had a bomb time. So <laughs> do you do it in group too? Is it like a community? Yeah. Oh, it's in God, group. It's so we lovely. meet every week. And even if um, you can't meet that time, you get a recording, but it's still very interactive. And mm. it's honestly just so much fun. One of my friends who was in the course the last time it was three weeks and she was really mad at me that I only made it three <laughs> weeks. So now I made it four weeks and we'll be able to dive deep into all things divine masculine and feminine and bringing both together. Mm. That's beautiful. Love that. Thank you so much, Nike, for coming on and sharing. Everybody will put Nike's links in the show notes so you can look mm-hmm. at the course and you can reach out to her and buy her crystal earrings and all the things. Um, and uh, Oh, yeah, I have a coupon for y'all. Oh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> for crystals. It's buy one, get one free for the small mini crystal earrings. They're so adorable. Um, you can use the code STUDS. STUDS. S-U-D-S? Yes to get one and get one free you could get the other one you could keep for yourself whatever your heart desires awesome I love them I actually just gave a as one of I gave my cousin a pair of your earrings as a gift and she loved them she was so excited um so yeah these are awesome and great gifts too and perfect we'll put that in the show notes uh discount code studs um Cool. Well, next week we will be back with our, I guess, final installment. Is it final, final. installment? Yeah. Last and final <laughs> um, <laughs> of this series. Um, and uh, if you guys have questions for Nike, please write them in. We'll include them in the next episode. Um, and thank you all for watching on Facebook. Thank you all for listening on the podcast. We love you so much. And we will be back next week. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.